So Lent has begun, and uh, I have to confess to my sisters and brothers assembled here that I have failed already in my Lenten fast. So, um, um, which is fine. And I think I think don't uh, don't knock yourself around too much if you don't keep up those expectations or those desires that you had long ago on Ash Wednesday. Three days, I think. Um, so just be easy with yourself. You can, you can, you can take it back up again when it's when it's a, at a good time. But um, I'm not very good at Lent. Uh, we uh, we're here today to talk about Jesus, the Healer. We're having various themes during our um, Sundays in Lent uh, this year, and uh, I have the pleasure of starting us off uh, with Jesus the Healer. Now, my real temptation in life is to give up completely on healing. Uh, I find the whole concept of um, miraculous healing, something very difficult to comprehend or to understand. I was uh, um, uh, in a, uh, a church um, uh, that believed in miraculous healing, and uh, I did as well. Uh, and um, we used to hear stories of people's limbs being grown back. And I did wonder why we didn't see anything on the news about this, because surely this is quite a, a newsworthy occurrence. Um, but but I, 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 was, I was in the groove, and... and, uh, and uh, believe that, that these things, though outside of my understanding, uh, happened. Um, and then uh, Sophie's, my wife's sister, became uh, very ill. She was 33 and had three young children. Uh, and I have checked with Sophie that she's happy for me to share this. Uh, and, um, and so we thought we'll bring our uh, vicar to come, and, uh, to come and say prayers of healing, and she'll be okay, uh, because the Bible tells us that that's what we have to do. And we arrived and... The vicar prayed, we prayed, and, and, and we left confident uh, that healing had occurred. And of course, well, I say of course, um, now I say of course, uh, it was quite a shock at the time uh, that uh, she did not uh, receive uh, healing as, as I understood uh, healing was, and she died, and... Um, uh, we found that a very difficult 
time. We found that a time of great questioning, not only whether miraculous healing works, but what or who is this God who seemingly turns her back on those uh, in need? And how can she leave three young children um, without a mum? And, um, and lots of other questions, deep questions about faith. Um, and it was a difficult, more than difficult time. Uh, our church had been very central to who we were and what our life was all about. So I didn't really get healing. Um, then, uh, uh, some years later, uh, I had someone in my uh, congregation um, come up to me and uh, ask whether I wanted her to pray for healing for me, for my stutter, to, uh, to cure me of, of that. Um, and, I, and I was... Um, uh, I hope nice, and, and just said um, thanks very much. That's that's fine, but uh, <laughs> on uh, reflection, I, I was just wondering what sort of person she saw me as, whether how lacking in wholeness I must have appeared to her for her to believe that I was. Uh, uh, in need of a uh, a uh, some um, some miraculous uh, healing event to occur, so that I could talk fluently. I think if I do believe in healing, it's much more what goes on inside of each and every one of us than anything to do with an external um, appearance or an external manifestation. But I couldn't give in to my temptations. I couldn't ditch uh, any thoughts of healing and Christianity and Jesus because Healing was obviously a very important part of Jesus's uh, ministry and life. Healing, healing was a sign of uh, God's power working through Jesus in our world. Healing was a sign of God's kingdom coming here and now, a present reality in our life, because uh, as witnessed by healing, miraculous healing. So, oh, and there was one other when um, Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law so that she could then get up and serve on them which I think which I think's a bit odd but anyway but I'm sure there was other reasons rather than they just wanted a cup of tea or what have you but um so so healing 
healing is important. Healing, healing is a part of our faith journey as followers of Christ because it was important to Jesus. So it should be important to me. But many of these stories felt about as real, and excuse my, uh, to my Welsh sisters and brothers, as real as St. David's Earth Movements. Uh, and I'm not sure if you know the story, but David was such a powerful preacher, and they struggled to hear him. Uh, and so God raised up a little mount, or a, a big mount, or a small hill, just, just there and then, so that all could hear the, the wonderful words of David. Totally true, totally true. And you could probably go and find the mount. But, uh, um, so, uh, but I, I think, I, I, well, I know that I misunderstood what healing and miraculous healing was all about. And, and I think um, that uh, the English language is sometimes confined by the words that we have or the words that we choose to use. And... Uh, um, that passage in, in Acts uh, that we heard a portion of has, um, I think, five different Greek words for the word that is translated in that passage as cured or healed. So, uh, so there, there are lots of different sorts, and I, I, I want to concentrate on two of those different sorts of words. One of which means um, wholeness or completeness or at oneness, uh, a wholeness. And one is where we get the word therapy from. Therapy. Um, there's an American sociologist, Arthur Frank, who, um, who writes on um, uh, the, a theory of... Um, wellness um, and he, he chooses uh, a path to wholeness uh, as chaos, restitution and quest chaos, restitution and quest and I think that for me uh, that's a much better model and understanding of what healing is all about. Uh, a, an, an event might put us in a chaotic situation, a situation where we are out of control, a situation where uh, what happens to us is beyond our own influence, and we are at sea, we are in chaos. Uh, it might be following an accident, it might be following a stroke, it might be following a um, um, bereavement, it might be, it might be. There are many things in our lives that put us into chaos. And part of that healing process as sisters and brothers in Christ, I believe, is to be alongside those in chaos and help them to traverse that journey, however short, however long that journey may be from chaos into something else, into uh, being at, at whole with who we are now.
because that chaotic experience will forever make us different people, will forever change us, uh, whether we still linger some of those effects that put us into chaos or we carry the emotional scars and memories of that that put us into chaos. We will be different because of that chaotic experience. And so we uh, are in a new form of being. We, are, we find who we are again after uh, that chaotic intervention, uh, a period of restitution as we learn who we are now because we will be different than that person that was before the chaos. And then, uh, and then once we discover who we are, we can then quest and discover who we are in relation to the wider world. Chaos, restitution, and quest. And sisters and brothers, this is where we, as part of the church, can sit, can be, can listen, can cook, can do those things which we know that when someone's going through chaos, they can't function or can't do those everyday things. Chaos, restitution, quest. A journey from brokenness into wholeness. And when I say therapy before, I don't mean us all to become therapists just because we have a belief in Jesus. Uh, my wife will be out of a job and uh, many years of people who train to be therapists in one form or another would be um, devalued. Now, when I talk about therapy, I talk about being attentive to, giving attention to um, spending time alongside, being, uh, being a friend um, to someone uh, in need. Being attentive to the other. So, how does healing have a place at St. Luke's? I, uh, we had a PCC, and thank you so much for your prayers for the PCC. We had a PCC this last week, and uh, part of that uh, PCC discussion touched on some aspects of healing uh, in this sense that I'm talking about today. And one of those was setting up a, a pastoral team, a team uh, that won't do all the pastoral work because you do so much of it now but it's not organized and, and you go and see a neighbor or you notice someone's not here and you pop round and you just check that they're okay and hopefully uh, that uh, helping people will carry on as it always has and I hear that that's something uh, that this community does well but it's to help this community do pastoral better or more of it uh, so that uh, so that we can we can uh, help uh, those who uh, perhaps are a bit new or perhaps don't have 
uh, that uh, friendship circle. So we, we want to try to build, build a team here who, who will be happy to go and spend time having a cup of tea or having a chat or just listening or just being with someone in need or who's alone or feels isolated or can't get out of the house or the options are endless. And uh, some of the, the other things we, I was talking about at the PCC, kind of blue sky thinking, things like um, uh, uh, a, um, um, a parish nurse or uh, something to help with families and young people, something to help uh, uh, young mums who feel like they're being trapped in their, in their homes because there's, there's nowhere to go or no one to go and have a chat to. So it's, it's, it's trying to work out what healing means to the life of St. Luke's. Now, those were just a couple of ideas. On Ash Wednesday, I invited us to go and fly a kite so that, uh, which is done in some of the Orthodox church on Ash Wednesday, to, to, uh, to, and it helps, helps them to see where they're going and to look up and look out. When you're flying a kite, your head is, is up, and, uh, and off, so often I think Lent um, uh, makes us look inwards, which is, which is good. But I think also we need to look outwards. So go and fly your kite and see where the Spirit of God is blowing in your sails. And if you feel that that Spirit is leading you into ways of um, healing or pastoral or uh, an outpouring of uh, something else that will help people journey from chaos through restitution to quest, or to help with being attentive to those in need, or something else, then please don't keep it to yourself, but come, come and chat, come and have a word. Um, my number's in the, uh, on the end of your sheet, so give me a call. I would love to hear what God's Spirit is saying in your life. So finally, let us do what we can and not worry too much about those things that we can't. Let's work to build God's kingdom of love and wholeness here in Holloway, here in St. Luke's, here in our homes and within our families. Amen.